Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. You're listening to One on One with DP. Sponsored by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to One on One again. The hour brought to you by Beatrice Bakery, Barry Thompson's appearance. Brought to you by Ambition Electric. Thank you guys for doing what you do. Barry Thompson is with us on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, and we were talking about the mindset of winning and every level has to have some sort of idea of who they are and the mindset shows up, shows up in it. Um, It's the conversations that are had in that space on that team in that program in the locker rooms on the buses uh, in the classrooms uh, and even in the car rides home, right? Things that we can set in place for you, Barry Thompson, Mindset of winning. What is it? What is it? Well, I call it, you know, we talked about this a little bit, so I came up with something uh, that then covers how I think about this subject, which is a 3D approach. You want to dream big, you have to make a decision, and you have to have discipline. And so under those three things comes a lot. You, you want to dream big because you're about to do something big, which is you're going to change yourself. You know, if you're if you're if you're going to achieve something and you and you're not there, that you're going to have to transform yourself, and that's a very big thing and tough thing to do. You're also going to have to, along the dreaming big, like we just alluded to, you better have a big reason for doing it. Um, the the this idea of dreaming big is something I don't think that we do enough of, and but it's really important because from an effort standpoint. Some people are fearful to dream, dream big, to say, I can be this or do this, or I, we can win this championship. But you got to realize it, it, it takes the same amount of effort to make $1,000 as it does $10,000. You know, it takes the same, you know, to take the same amount of effort. So why not? It takes the same effort to, to win a game, you know, that goes into winning games each week as it does to win a championship, mm-hmm. right? It's just your, your approach to the whole thing is different. Um, Making a decision, I think, is extremely important. You can dream all you want to, but you've got to make a decision that I am going to to do this. And once you commit to doing this, the next thing that you need to do is you need to start seeking out information. You need to get hold of expertise because you're at point A and you want to go to point B. You need to know how to get there. And so you need to get around people that have been from point A to point B. You can't do this on the one time I was at a lead 11 uh, thing in George Whitfield, who, you know, was the second Steve Clarkson was the first quarterback whisperer and George Whitfield got, you know, he had seven consecutive first round quarterbacks taken and George took these quarterbacks aside and he kind of admonished them. He said, don't have skyscraper dreams and have tent like a T E N T tent plan. Mm-hmm. He says a tent, you want to build a tent, you can go into any REI, you know, buy the tent. There's little instructions there, fold it in the box, 
and you can pop this tent up in minutes. But if you want to build a skyscraper, you better go find, you know, a guy who can lay the rebar, a concrete guy. You better find a curtain wall glass guy. You better find an architect. You better find somebody who's familiar with the permitting process. You better find the best construction company. You better find a finance guy. You have to break, you know, all that stuff that goes with that. So once you commit, make a decision and seek out the information you need to, to get you to that dream. And then the last thing is the discipline. They, and you've got to commit to showing up every day. And you've got to commit to persisting um, no matter what, which is kind of like overcoming adversity, right? But the persisting, showing up every day has a tremendous, tremendous value. It's been said that the richest, richest, part of, richest real estate in the world is the graveyard because that's where all those people with all those dreams died with them because they didn't have the discipline right to carry it out and see it through. So that discipline, you've got to persist. And another little catchy phrase I love, this, this showing up every day has a tremendous value. They say in the, the battle between the rock and the stream, mm -hmm. the stream wins by persistence, not by power, mm -hmm. right? That study chipping away at something, study each day, moving a little closer. Maybe it might be an inch. Next day, it might be six inches, maybe a foot, you know, maybe two feet one day, back one a little bit, but you keep persisting, keep showing up. So for me, that winning mindset, it starts with that 3D approach, uh, getting the information and just doing this thing every day. I was asked to uh, write a commencement speech for, for one of the programs that we were connected to, and I wanted it to be authentic, but I wanted it to be universal in that it was not specific to teams, but to people, especially to the young people that were going to go out in the world. They were going to leave mom and dad and go out into the world. But I think a lot of the whole thing, the thing that we were using is what they could use every day. And it's the voice and the conversations in your head. And, the focus was two words. Get up. Get up. Hmm. Right? That, that, that in order for you to do anything from where you are, you have to learn how to and consistently say to yourself, tell yourself, demand of yourself that you get up. Right? You're going to move from, from, from mom's house, uh, mom and dad's comfortable house, to being in a college dorm, and you will have to get yourself up. You've got to get up and go get educated. You've got to go to work. You've got to go put in work. You've got to go and meet people. You've got to go get up and get connected. In the sports that you play, you're going to get knocked down, so you better figure out how to get up and get back to work. When you're going to go through struggles, um, you're going to be put down. Get up. You're gonna. You're gonna get. You're gonna. They're gonna break up with you. Get up and get back after it. That's the thing that seems to be constant in it, but it's the conversation in your head. That yes. matters probably more than anything. The things that you say to yourself, <laughs> right? Hey, 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 I'm cutting you. Off. I swear to God, you had a microphone on the field today. <laughs> I just, you know, it, I just about <laughs> what you're saying, and I, I know Alyssa's. Excuse me, I'm not being rude, but this is kind of how DP and I talk. Like, well, one of us will say something. I'm like, holy crap, and your brain explodes, and then he'll do it to me from time to time too. Um, yeah, it, it was. Just related to sports, I have quarterbacks, and they're kind of type A personalities. They, you know, they want to compete. They want to get everything right. And one of the things I have to do with them is to modulate them. So the ball may not come out exactly the way that they want, 
but it's on time and it's located in the right spot. And I'll hear, oh, you know, and I'll, and I'll tell them, don't do that. And they'll look at me funny. And I said, don't do that. I said, because we achieved all the objectives we want to achieve. And then I was just saying this to them, don't do that because your body and your brain will believe what you tell it. And if you told it that that was no good, when in fact it was good, Peyton Manning's in the Hall of Fame off of balls like that, mm -hmm. then you're, you're, you're kind of setting your own self back in an area where you need to have build yourself up. Uh, which just talking to you about it. No, it's uh, but this is the thing, right? That that in a world where everything is microwavable, everything is instant ad access and instant gratification, that the conversations that people have with themselves, it's the superhero thing that I talked about. That when there are moments when the superhero is always beat down. They're down on the ground. They're in the corner. Shoulders are, are, are almost wrapped around their chest because they feel right. defeated. Um, the pressure, the thing, whatever their weakness has been taken advantage of. But there is a moment in superheroes' lives, whether it's parents, coaches, players, bosses, whatever, where you have to take the deep breath, put your hands on whatever you can get, and push yourself up so your back straight and your chest is out. You gotta get up. You gotta get up, right. and, and and it's it's constant. Right, and 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 those moments, DP. That's why this. Stick with your superhero analogy. That's why it's so important, and from my perspective, to have a bigger reason why you're doing that. And the superhero scenario, it's not just because they want to win the fight. They're saving the city. You know, they're ready. You know, it's good against evil, mm -hmm. and they need to get rid of evil. It's something bigger than themselves. Um, there is a little clip from Ali, I think, in the documentary called When We Were King. Mm -hmm. And I'll try to find the snippet. But he talks about, you know, they were always talking about, you know, fighting for him and he's so much bigger and this and that. And they were asking about it over again. He says, you know, if I just think about, you know, I'm, I'm fighting for him. And, he, and as he's doing this, he's making his body smaller and he's backing away. He said, if I'm just thinking about me and he's getting smaller and smaller and backing away. He said, but I'm not fighting just for me. And then he starts getting bigger and he says, I'm mm -hmm. fighting for, you know, the children here and I'm fighting for the people here and I'm fighting for this and I'm fighting for that. And I'm fighting. And, and he gets to where he's right up on the camera. The lens can't contain him. He says, as long as I'm fighting for our stuff, Foreman can't beat me. Right. I got all that stuff in the ring with me. This idea that, that, that you, that you're motivated by something bigger, your family, your team, I always tell players, the smallest thing, the smallest big thing that you should be playing for is your team. Yeah. That's the smallest big thing. Yeah. So if you can start wrapping your heads around that, go ahead. Yeah, no, the, it's the depth, right? And you say there are people yeah. who will take a knee. The reason why you take a knee, you have to get small in order to grow. Like you've got, mm -hmm. you've got to get small in order to stand up. Um, and 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 John Thompson used to talk about. It. He said, you know, my opponents are always they're gonna they're gonna hit rock bottom too, and they're gonna get up. That's how I know. That's mm -hmm. why I think of them as a rival because I know when I get them down, they're gonna get up, and I mm -hmm. have to have a plan. He goes, you better mm -hmm. believe your opponent. Whatever friction you are going to engage is going to get up. And then what are you going to do? 
Like, there then what are you going to do? So through all these programs and these kids who are picking, they're going through their frictions, their battles, um, their weak, they're t- facing their weaknesses, right? Because all these yeah. college athletes know their weaknesses. They know what their coaches say that they need to get better at. They know what their opponents mm-hmm. pick on. They know these things. Mm-hmm. The people who evolve, and we're talking about in transfer portal, sometimes you evolve by going to another place in another space to hear another voice for different words. And it's okay. Like you're allowed as long as you're trying to go in those two directions forward and up. That's all that matters. Yeah. A good, a good example. It's an older example is Russell Wilson. You know, he was at NC state and you know, he wanted to go off and try baseball, came back to, to play football and they said, no, Right. So, you know, he winds up at Wisconsin. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he quickly became the captain of that team. Now, you know, somebody just knew walking in to become the captain of a team that he hadn't been with those guys for three years. That says something about him. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He said something that this was a guy at this point. He was about more than just himself. And that was communicated to teammates. They said, yes, let's give him the C and let's go to the Rose Bowl. Right. Or Joe Burrow at LSU, or or, or or like uh-huh. we can go Baker Mayfield. We can we can go yeah. up and down the list of guys. Yeah, yeah. right. Who Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray, yeah. right? Who right. got up? Yeah. And it happens in the NFL. We can talk about Matt Stafford and say, listen, yeah. this is the the beauty of that whole thing is, dude was at the bottom, was taking the beating, took more hits than any quarterback in that in in that four year run, and simply said, I'm not done. I need to get better, but I got to fix some things. Now, the universe helps by sending him to L.A. <laughs> right, sends him to L.A. But that's right. like the NFL is a, has been the transfer portal. The NBA has been the transfer portal. Major yeah. League Baseball has been the transfer portal. We're just including young people who need that space and access more than the grownups. Yeah, and you look at the NBA, it's a great analogy, right? Because the transfer portal – Use analogy worked out well for LeBron, mm-hmm. right? Until he got to LA, mm-hmm. until the Nets were put together. Mm-hmm. Those transfer portals didn't work out too well, right? Mm-hmm. And then, by contrast, right now, at, at seemingly at the top, you have you know guys like Seth who who stayed hadn't transferred, and, mm-hmm. and uh, the the got the two young guys at Phoenix who I really like, mm-hmm. and this John Morant kid. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm really liking the way he plays. But yes. Great announcement. Well, it worked. Here's here's the part, and this is what I say about Nebraska. I say it about colleges who make these decisions: Alabama, Clemson, etc. Even when they go into these transfer portals and they don't get the in-game result, they get the immediate momentum. Like the Brooklyn Nets' value as a as an organization has almost doubled because of this. Yeah. Right. So. Like, don't get lost in, oh, they haven't won a title, so this has been a bust. <laughs> oh, no. Look, you can call – there's certain players you can call a bust all you want, but guess what? Right. They got theirs. Right. Well, there's that, too, right? There's the business side of it. Now, we're, I hope your list is a keynote because this is kind of how we talk. <laughs> right, right. But the, but the, the, go the other side of that. You look at the heat, right? The environment that they set up, they were good when Pat was coaching. They got Alonzo. They were up there making a run. They get the LeBron thing. They get their championships. LeBron goes. And Eric Spolster, who 
a lot of people won't realize that he, they were like, who taking mm-hmm. over Pat Riley? Mm-hmm. And now very quickly they're at the top of the conversation again. Yep. Right. So they have that environment that, that would make people want to stay. Right. Even if they're using the transfer form right now, the difference is Brooklyn, although they got, got their money, right. They don't have that environment that's conducive to, to winning. Whereas you look at Milwaukee, Right. And, and older listeners can go back when the salaries started climbing, the congressman that was involved, whoever owned the bucks at that time, says, well, you, they might as well buy the team. And everybody's like the small market teams. And all that. Well, suddenly Milwaukee kind of found their formula. Right. Well, and I, in a day and age where their stars could have left, you know, like Kareem left right at a certain point way back in the 70s, Oscar Robson, you know, um, they've got an environment now where, you can see where they can attract people. Hey, they like the town. Stay. We'll get your money right. Let's go win some championships. So it's uh, interesting that organization can shape that and get it right over time. I'll say this. Brooklyn's worth $3.61 billion. <laughs> Milwaukee is not. <laughs> that, that, that is true. Milwaukee is, true. is not. Milwaukee's worth half that, and you have to yeah. ask questions. Right, you gotta ask. Like, look, man, look, yeah. get in where you fit in, man. You know yeah, what, what Richard I mean, Price said. And I think that's a big conversation at pro at the pro level, right? That you either make the money or you get the ring. Go and for what you I know. No. <laughs> yeah. Get both. Be go, for, go for what you know. We'll throw it to break. Uh, again, Barry Thompson, we appreciate you. We're going to ask you to hang out one more time. One, we're okay. going to talk about your practice, your workout today, and then we're going to talk about what you're eating. We'll do the, both of those right. when we come back to close out one on one. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.